0: Greetings in Christ Jesus, and welcome once again to the Twin Steeples podcast. Twin Steeples is a production of Emanuel Evangelical Lutheran Church here in Mankato, Minnesota, whose main goals are to share God's saving word and to communicate the ongoing activity of Christ's kingdom here at Emanuel. Thank you for joining us today. Today is Wednesday, November 29th, 2023. I'm your host, Pastor Joe Nauman, joined today by Pastor Neil Radical. This morning we're going to begin with a brief devotional thought based on James chapter 5, verses 7 and 8. Would you like to lead us through that, Pastor?
1: You bet. Therefore be patient, brethren, until the coming of the Lord. See how the farmer waits for the precious fruit of the earth, waiting patiently for it until it receives the early and latter rain. You also be patient. Establish your hearts, for the coming of the Lord is at hand. In this last chapter of James, really that theme of James in my mind has always been faith in action. And so one of the things that we've been talking about as we've wound down the church year here is being ready for the Lord's return. Being thankful for all the gifts he's given to us. That pretty much summarizes the last week of services that we've done here at Emmanuel together. And so when we look at this section, I think it's a good summary of these end-of-times discussions, because we know the Lord is coming. Twice in this this section, verse 7, verse 8, it says, Until the coming of the Lord, for the coming of the Lord is at hand. So what should we be doing? It says over and over again here, to be patient. and gives us this illustration. So I guess my question for you, Pastor, is, with this illustration, what is James' point for the Christian as we wait for the coming of the Lord?
0: Well, I think... You know, he points to this the, the illustration of the farmer, right? And I, I think there are very few occupations I think that uh, that leave as much that, in which trust is so necessary as the occupation of being a farmer. You know, when you as a farmer, you till the earth, you plant, put a seed in the ground, and then everything else is out of your control. <laughs> you know, you can't control, uh, the, you can't force that seed to grow. You can't tell which of the seeds are going to be duds. You can't tell uh, whether you're going to get enough sunshine this summer. You can't tell if you're going to have enough water or if it's going to flood out or if there's going to be a tornado or if there's going to be hail. There's so many things that are out of your control as a farmer. And yet year after year, you know, month after month, these farmers, they go out and they do the work and they plant the seeds and they do the uh, trusting that God will provide everything that that seed needs so that they can have that harvest at the end of at the end of the, the growing season. And um, so, I, you know, I always admire farmers so much for that because, you know, I'm a kind of guy who likes to just have control of everything, be in control of a situation. Um, but not having control is a difficult thing for me. So like when my children were born, you know, all I'm doing is holding my wife's hand and telling her it's going to be okay. Everything's out of my control, you know, so situations like that are challenging for me. Um, but that's really the life of a farmer is, You know, you can do what you can do. You can plant the seed and you can till the soil and you can pull the weeds, but there's so much that's out of your control. And that's how it is with the Christian life too. And I think that gets back to the point that you you made that James is making here is that there's going to be so much in your life that is out of your control. There's so many things that you can't control and move and uh, plan out as much as we like to. (laughs) Um, But in the end, what faith is really all about is trusting that God is going to work all things uh, for good. And eventually to that coming of the Lord when he comes and takes you to be with himself in heaven, because that's his ultimate goal for all of us. You know, we have, we have a couple of funerals coming up here in the next uh, couple of days. And that's, you know, the main theme that we preach to people, uh, both at the end of your life and when, when one of your loved one dies, is that this was all part of God's plan. You know, when you pray, deliver us from evil, we pray that God would come and take us from this evil world and bring us to be with himself in heaven. And so until then, yeah, lots of crazy things in life are going to happen and be out of your control and you're going to wonder why in the world God's letting all this happen but in the end it's all part of his plan to deliver us uh, to himself in heaven and for that coming of the Lord.
1: Yeah, I like the way you brought that in with the the illustration there, verse 7, that receives early and latter rain and they don't know when it's going to come, they don't know what's going to happen but they just trust the Lord's plan so I really appreciate the way you commented about how we we take the little control we think we have and really trust and faith in the Lord is, is putting in all that Control into His hand and saying, "Lord, you have got this." I think in the same chapter it says, or in also in James it says, "We might plan to go and do this and this in this city here in the future." And James says, "You don't know what's going to happen. How can you make those plans for the future?" You know, we don't know what kind of health we're going to have. We don't know what is going to be going on with our family, our friends, or our work. So why are, why are we looking forward to the head forward to days that haven't even happened yet? I think our Lord Jesus says. Something very similar where he talks about in the Sermon on the Mount, you know, you worry about all these things, sufficient for the day is its own trouble, so seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. All these things you worry about, he basically says, I'm going to take care of. Isn't that true? Because he's taking care of our sin problem, he's taking care of our death problem, he's taking care of all of our problems. Why isn't he going to take care of our, our little problems we worry so much about? Yeah, I think it's important to point out there,
0: too, it's not like we shouldn't be planning, like you can't plan a family vacation for next summer or anything like that right it's not that's not the point right and that's what you know the farmer illustration fits so well with that too because the farmer does have to do the work still you know he still has to toil till the ground he still has to plant the seeds he still has to keep it weeded he still has to harvest there's still a lot of work and and for the christian there's a lot of work for us to do too you know in planting the seeds and tilling the soil and, you know of the kingdom of god that's what god has called us to do so it's not well just sit around and twiddle your thumbs and Everything's gonna be just fine and dandy. Faith, as you say in the Book of James, faith in action. Um, that's that's what God calls us to. And so, part of that faith in action is then patience. Um, and I think that's a major theme here. Maybe you want to expand a little bit on what does that patience look like in the Christian life?
1: Yeah, I think I liked what you said with the tr- the farmer trusting. But I think for our day to day lives, for me, um, you know, right now I'm like I just feel like I'm torn between two cities. You know, I, I want to be here and I want to help here. I also need to get things set up and ready there for not just my family, but the ministry I'm going to be doing there. And so I just have to be patient, you know, in each of those days and just trust, okay, the Lord's going to give me strength to go through it. You know, so all the things, you know, I think of the families, like you mentioned that we're, we want to bring comfort from God's word to, They have to patiently wait for that heavenly reunion. You know, they're going to see their loved ones again in Christ. Um, But we have to be patient for those days, you know, just like our own loved ones who have passed before us. Uh, parents or children, grandparents, whoever it is, we have to be patient. <clears throat> That's a part of our faith and action.
0: Yep, yeah. And it also teaches us trust, you know. Patience, Patience ultimately, is the opposite of, of worrying. You know, it's if you can be truly patient, that means that you trust the person who's in control of all these things. And um, there's a great comfort in that. You know, so many people get worried, 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 and worked up and anxious and nervous about the holidays and the plans and the Christmas presents and the, you know, Thanksgiving meals, da-da-da-da-da. And it's so easy to... Get so worked up, but really just taking a deep, taking a deep breath, taking a step back, putting all these things in God's hands, and saying, "I'm going to wait for the Lord." And that's that's what it means to establish your heart is just to to just put your heart on in His hands and trust that He's going to work things for good, and that in the end, you know, wild, crazy things can happen. You know, seemingly bad things can happen in our lives. The storms will come, um, but in the end, God will see things to, through to the end, and that's what it means to be patient. Let's pray Amen. lord heavenly father we thank you for the great gift of your son jesus christ and uh, especially for his uh, second coming which we look forward to during this time of the year help us all to be ready to keep our hearts established in you to be patient for your coming trusting that as you have promised uh, uh, you will come again uh, in glory to judge the living and the dead on that day lord we pray that you find each of us uh, trusting in the righteousness of christ and not our own work Um, And lead us to uh, that everlasting home in heaven with you. Be with and bless each of us now today in your saving name. Amen. All right, a couple of weekly updates and reminders for you. Uh, Tonight is the final midweek Bible class of the year before we close it down for Advent. Maybe you want to talk about that, Pastor?
1: Well, Lord willing, if I can get it all done in time, uh, we're going to go through Bethlehem and the Church of the Nativity, so the shepherd's fields, and kind of neat the way it timed out with that, so... That's the plan for tonight and uh, I'm looking forward to that study. It'll be good. Okay. Um, that so that study will be on hold through Advent and then
0: we're kinda we're not really sure what's gonna happen to that yet. So <laughs>
1: I think uh, right now we can plan on it probably not continuing on. Okay. Again from from my perspective, our perspective, Lord willing, the Lord brings uh, another past year soon that could be discussed with both yeah. you guys and the congregation so i think in the for now it will probably be suspended for a while um i don't expect you to try to keep that going with everything else you're going to be juggling here in the interim so yeah. um yeah we'll just will be the last one for a little while
0: yeah we'll see how it goes yep um handrails are still out in the front entry again apologies about that we're just trying to get them recoded uh before the winter really kicks in. So hopefully they'll be back soon. But if you need, if you make use of them, please note they're just not there currently. Uh, uh, At our voters meeting last Monday, uh, we called Pastor David Pfeiffer to fill our vacancy. Uh, He's a pastor out in West Columbia, South Carolina. Uh, So we pray that God would bless Pastor Pfeiffer as he deliberates this call. And uh, we'll see whether or not the Lord, it is the Lord's will that he should come and, and fill this spot. Uh, Beginning a week from today, uh, December 6th, is uh, Advent, uh, our Advent season, so we'll have three Advent services, as we usually do, December 6th, December 13th, December 20th. We have a 2 p.m. and a 6 p.m. uh, duplicate service, so they are the same service. You're welcome to join us for either one or both, if you like. Our theme this year is Tuning Our Hearts for Christmas. We'll be taking a look at the three songs of uh, Luke chapter 1, which would be the song of Mary, uh, the song of... Uh, Zacharias and the song of who's the other
1: one? Uh, the lady in the temple. Oh, Anna, With, Anna, uh, Anna, yeah. Anna. Simeon and Simeon and Anna. Uh, I guess that's Luke 2.
0: But yeah, yeah. Um, good. So that'll be our Advent theme coming up next week. And then also, uh, we'll be having a farewell service for the Radicals. Um, that'll be December 16th and 17th. It'll be pastors, uh, last time preaching uh, alone that weekend, I guess. And then, uh, he'll be sticking around to help us out through Christmas. So I'll Personally, I'm very thankful for that, <laughs> uh, that he's willing to, to help out through that. We just didn't want to have the farewell service on the same weekend as Christmas. That would have been a little strange. So we'll have the farewell the 16th and 17th, and then uh, they'll stick around and help through Christmas season. Our prayer list for today, uh, we continue to pray on behalf of our cancer patients. Uh, Carrie Dale, John Hine, Will Rucker, Marlene Hanel, Kate Sowers, and Jim Leon. And uh, we also, as mentioned earlier, we have a couple of uh, uh, funerals coming up. Uh, Jesse Cornish and Harold Woolley were both in our ongoing prayers and hospice care. Uh, Jesse passed last weekend. His service is today at 11 o'clock, and Harold Woolley passed away on Monday, and so his his, uh, victory service will be December 4th, Monday, December 4th, at 11 a.m. Which brings us to our hymn of the day today. Pastor Radical picked out our
1: hymn. With everything we talked about, cross and comfort as we wait patiently on the Lord, that section from James, we're looking at Hymn 529 from the Red Hymnal. This is entitled, I Leave All Things to God's Direction. I leave all things to God's direction. He loves me in weal and woe. His will is good, true his affection. With tender love his heart doth glow. My fortress and my rock is he. What pleases God, that pleases me. My God has all things in his keeping. He is the ever-faithful friend. He grants me laughter after weeping, and all his ways and blessings end. His love endures eternally. What pleases God, that pleases me. The will of God shall be my pleasure, while here on earth is mine abode. My will is wrong beyond all measure. It does not will what pleases God. The Christian's motto ever must be, What pleases God, that pleases me. God knows what must be done to save me. His love for me will never cease. Upon his hands he did engrave me with purest gold of loving grace. His will supreme must ever be what pleases God that pleases me. My God desires the soul's salvation. He also, me also, he desires to save. Therefore, with Christian resignation, all earthly troubles I will brave. His will be done eternally what pleases God that pleases me. Amen. Amen.